Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to mark out No So for POW Pro Wrestling's Pay Your Dues. Which, by the way, get your tickets now. PowerProWrestling.Eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now for that. You don't want to miss out. Uh, we also got some uh, AEW news. You know, we're going over to Australia. Last time I checked, is that right? Australia. That's where it's you at. Do know, correct. You do know maps. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, so let's get into it. I'm your host, Joseph Lesselmans, here with the enforcer, the humorousing database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. You're about to go. And the chosen one, Mike Booble. There's more than one royal family in professional wrestling. Uh, I couldn't tell you who the fuck they are, but there's more than one of them. Well, there's a new one now. Since uh, Gomez Adams is now like the executive CEO of whatever the fuck Endeavor is. So he's the CEO of uh, the Adams family is now the new uh, yeah. one of the families. Okay. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm rereading this. I'm, uh, I'm understanding that's Vince McMahon. Yeah, that is Vince McMahon with the I Gomez was, Adams. I thought it was I'm Gomez pretty sure Adams. that's John Waters. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, with cheek implants. Interesting choice. It is an interesting choice because why? Why? It, I think. Yo, the, I'm gonna need you to have that mustache though. I could do that. That's the only thing I can grow. So, and I, I don't know. He kind of ruined it for us. <laughs> I was told by Ricky that Joe has that same mustache, only in the pubic region. That's why you know, you know. I don't, you know, talk about my, uh, my underoos, but Hey, you know, what's cool and all tax day, tax day. What a segue. Have, you, have you guys done your taxes? Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm still crying about it. Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah. I got $50 million back. Oh, awesome. You know, well, it may not be correct. It, it, they might talk to me about it, but that's what I got back. But everything's coming up Millhouse for you. You're famous now, you know. You 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 got a uh, new uh, you got to do a new shtick, you know, because that's, that's that's marquee network star Mike Booble. Yeah, that's right. The marquee of No Cell. That's right, baby. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Oh, uh, what a what a great day. You know, congrats on that. You know, one of us got to be famous somehow, and yeah. you got it. I, got, I made the Cubs broadcast later that night. Uh, Corey's boy, Izzy Adesanya. Knocked the hell out of Alex Pereira. Got his title back. It was fantastic. It was just a great day. That's a good day. Yes, it is. Everything, everything is coming up Millhouse for you. You know, you got fifteen million from for doing your taxes. You're on. You're the marquee now of No Cell. So, congrats. Mike, but hey, Mike, real quickly, my uh, my suggested you don't overpay that much this year in taxes. Uh, who pays taxes? Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> If you're not what? paying your taxes, you're paying your dues as this oh, upcoming you thank you. At this upcoming week, it is Pow Pro Wrestling's Pay Your Dues event. Their show. Get your tickets if you haven't. What what are you waiting for? You're gonna miss out because the card looks stacked and we're about to mark out no so for them. We have some new uh wrestlers that I know I, I think we've seen in at Defy, but we haven't seen in um and pow in the in Eugene area. So let's uh, mark out no sell here, guys. So for, real, real quick. Yeah. So here's here's the deal, guys. If you don't buy tickets to this show, 
not only are you going to miss a great show, I'm going to personally reach out to my boy, Ken Cassidy. He's going to come beat that ass for not coming to the show. Right. And he, he may be suspended, but, you know, doesn't mean he can't show up with a ticket. That means he can't be a pal. It doesn't mean he can't do some other shit. That's true. You know, he, he can have a ticket. Life. That's a bad life choice right there. So uh, get your tickets now, powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. You want, you, you're going to pay your dues by paying for some tickets and get your tickets now for uh, pay your dues. Um, we have, what do we start with? We have the tag team tournaments happening, starting up this uh, for the show. Um, I want to say, three. is there a, huh? There's three, there's three but tag is tag there, a, but there's a pre-show, a pal. It, yeah. There is. It, it's only announced a. Uh, oh shit. No. Well, there's Derek Shaw. He yeah, is, Derek he, Shaw will be competing. Yeah. The pre-show starts at six ten. So you know, get your tickets now. Uh, get your VIP ticket. Add that on and get. You know, you want to watch Derek Shaw because, you know, he's awesome and he's up and you know he's just awesome guys. And I, uh, and your, I believe there is a uh, a tea party. There is. With uh, Mr. Ulala and uh, Chase. Uh, what, Evans? What's his okay. bucket? Chase Evans. James. Chase Evans? Chase James. 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 It's James. We also have. No, uh, good, no good son of a biscuit. Sounds like my kind of guy. We have Eli Surge making his power debut as uh, he's going to be in action. As uh, his uh, tagline is birds aren't real. His mantra. Uh, okay. Any so, any get, truth to the rumor? He's also part of High Voltage. Well, you know, he does wear a, um, you know, he wears the tinfoil hat. So maybe he got shocked too many times. Who knows? But he's making his POW debut. Another POW debut. We have Kikio taking on 90s Murphy Madsen. Then we which, what else? Which made me sad that we're old enough that there's a '90s nostalgia gimmick. Um, I I just saw a photo of one uh, Eli Surge and he wears a tinfoil robe. Oh, that's going to be interesting. I have a couple of cousins that might know him. It might be your cousin. It could be. You know what? I'm not particularly close. It could be. Have you ever seen Eli Surge and Jeff Mack in the same place at the same time? I think not. I have no. not. You know, you got there facts you go. there. Facts. Yeah, uh, 90s kid Murphy Madsen debuts for Pow, so that should be exciting. So, real quick, what's yep. going to be the theme song? That's what we have to discuss. That, if it's not the Save by the Bell theme, then this the whole thing can go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like it's got to be Wannabe by the Spice Girls. I mean... It's a close second. I'll I'll permit. Yeah, you know, um, I, Fresh Prince or anything Will Smith. Uh, not these days. Not these days. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Ah, um, no, fuck it. Play it. I'm still yeah. Team Will Smith. Fuck Chris Rock. Oh, fuck, fuck Will Smith and his janky ass bald wife. Fuck them. Fuck them both. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything like In Sync, maybe Backstreet Boys. No. Uh, it can't be boy bands. It's got to be something okay. like mid nineties or earlier. Smash Mouth All Star. Got it. Oh, way too, way you. too late. 
uh, juicy by BMG. I mean, it doesn't fit the gimmick. No doubt. Oh, way too ska. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, ska, that fits the 90s. It could be ska based. I don't know. Honestly, it's probably going to be Nirvana. You're okay? Yeah, I'm just dying over here. Don't worry about that. Got it. Okay, carry on with the show. Got it. That turns out Corey didn't buy his top and we cadence it over there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bad life choice. Wrong, wrong, wrong guy. Sorry, sorry. We, sorry, we sent we sent uh sent him to you on accident. Right. I meant to say Jeff back. I fucked up. I said Corey, yeah, my bad. <laughs> on the contract, it was supposed to say Jeff, but for some reason it said Corey. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Um, another match. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got Jaden for over 50 years taking on Dr. Cleaver. Maximum effort. Maximum effort. Interesting match. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be a fun match. I feel like it's going to go not great for our boy Jaden. Cleaver's a big, big man. As it's for, wanting to do. Yeah. For over 50 years. You know, um, I just want to verify if it's for the, where are you? There we are. Yeah. Uh, for the, uh, wrestling with regret YouTube championship title match, we get Zicky dice taking on Chris Brady. (coughs) Brady got to take this home. I mean, you you think, uh, everybody's favorite homeboy. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go Chris Brady on this one. I like Chris Brady. Yeah. Okay. I'm all for it though. I'm all for Chris Brady getting that that dub. And then with the tag team tournament starting, we have three tag matches, which Corey, you love tag teams, and you love. I do. Our first match will be the Hammer Brother. What's that? This is my card. This is your card, as it's gonna be the Hammer Brothers taking on Death Threat. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go against the grain because, boy, is it an uphill battle. But I'll take Death Threat for the upset. I feel like last uh, week you said the Hammer Bros was taking, taking it all. Last time. Yeah, I, if I, you changed your mind? Intu- it's a woman's intuition, damn it. Yeah, that's what we call hedging our bets. Hedging? Our, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how to bet, so... I just lose my money all the time, so it's a lose lose for me over here. So don't worry, give it to me. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll make those investments just right. Yep. He's got. He's, he knows Pete Rose personally. It'll all work out. It's my homeboy. No, that's Chris Brady. Uh, don't, don't tell me who my homeboy is. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, yeah, Another tag match that uh, has new uh, wrestlers coming to POW. It'll be Drexel and Charlie Avell taking on Saint and Sinner. Yeah, I'm picking Saint and Sinner. I think that Drexel and Avell are going to have some some issues, some ongoing issues that haven't been ironed out yet. I'm not familiar with the Saint and Sinner team, or either of you. Yeah, uh, one is Icarus and oh. and Golden Boy I think <laughs> from Pow. He's the guy uh that stage dive on the shaft. 
while we like showed up to the show. Oh, gotcha. He's a bad mother. I'm taking Satan Sinner myself. I feel like if storyline is continuous. Goddamn. If that's continuous, Drexel and Avell may have some issues, but that's just, you know, from what we've seen on the monthly shows. A match that were another tag match. C. C. What? Thank you. Taking on the Flaming Aces. Be a good match. Probably my favorite of the three. It feels like a C4 win here, you know. You think? Yeah. Think they're moving on, Corey? I mean, I, I like Flaming Aces, but C4 uh, has an argument that they might be the best tag team of the Pacific Northwest. I don't agree with the argument, but they have, they're in the argument. Do we know how many first round matches there are total? How many teams uh, are in this I do not. I do remember them saying the the layout. I just know off the top of my head at the moment. God damn it, Joe. Yeah, I know. My bad. It's probably it's probably only an eight team field. We all know and the we, Blanchards were the number one seed. They're yeah. kind of busy tonight, so that match is probably next month. So they got they got a buy. Uh. I don't know. Too close to call. Depending. Well, if they got a buy, then there's probably these are probably the only first round matchups. That's yeah. my that's what I, with me say, saying they have a buy. That's what I'm hit. That's like yep. That uh, it's probably these three teams and the Blanchards got the buy. Uh, uh, mm. And then our main event, it's Funny Bone and Malcolm Flex taking on the Massaro family and the Blanchards. That is the Masaro family. Love it. Huh. Masaro's taking it, right? That's like Has saying they're taking on the MWO and the Outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, what's happening, Corey? Joe's trying to drive a wedge there in between the Masaro family. No, I'm not. How? How? Do tell. Like you're you're just saying the that the Blanchards are separate from Vinny Massaro. Well, I'm just no. I'm saying it's it's the Massaro family of Vinny Massaro and the Blanchards. That's not the, how you said it. The, I, yeah, that's check tape. Check the tape. It's the Massaro family of Vinny Massaro and the Blanchards because we're in Blanchard country. Well, you know what? He got it right that time, so I guess we'll call it good. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he just said that Bubba Blanchard smells like cabbage. <laughs> now that's a GD line. You know that, sir. Can I just say that we have like tremendous AEW commentary on dark uh, chemistry going on right now? That's fine with me. You know, it's better than anything that <laughs> WWE gives us. We've got like, we've got like Paul White and Daddy Magic out here, and <laughs> Jim Ross is trying to join us to to calm us down, and it ain't working. The old oh, man, yes. yeah. Oh. Ugh. And boy, was he an old man screaming at uh, clouds on last Friday's television. Oh, yes. Fuck. Yes. He. Um, yeah. Him but and uh, Billy. was going to win because Justice. Of course. Of course. You know, it's. I think it's a fair match that it's three on two. You know, it's hold a hold fair on. Match. First of all, yeah. if Justice is going to prevail, that means Caden Cassidy is going to come back. 
So until that happens, justice has not prevailed. Well, I didn't say all justice, just some justice. David Justice has prevailed. Eh, he had his day in the sun. Didn't he get traded for a Pepsi machine? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's that's his day in the sun. <laughs> but no, get your tickets for uh, Power Pro Wrestling at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com or on the Eventbrite app. Get your tickets now. You don't want to miss out on this show. It's going to be one fun time because every power show is a fun time. I want to see those power tag belts. Yeah. God dang it. Dag nabbit. I think the part show is the main. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, let's not, let's hope they don't spoil it like how WWE did when uh, uh, Daniel Bryan taking on Kofi and then they oh, yeah, when, pan, when, pan over to the state, the mantle with the belt. Like, really? They already have a goddamn new belt out there for him. It's like, wow, I wonder who's winning this flipping match. The wrong guy, Daniel that's Bryan. who. The wrong guy, that's who. I'll say I'm going to get some air. I'm going to get some air. Hang on. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some air. I'll die on that damn hill. Yeah, it was a tremendous moment, but the rest of the fucking thing was a ugh, nightmare. It was. It truly was. But get your tickets now. You don't want to miss out, guys. Get your tickets now. It's going to be a fun time. Speaking of getting tickets, Joe. Yeah. Did you pre-sign up to get tickets for Wembley Stadium in goddamn London? I did not. 25,000 have. As they can fit. Oh, oh it, <laughs> yeah, 90, 90 <laughs> well, to 100, know. depending on the stage. Yeah. Um, capacity with rugby, uh, 90,000, 75 to 90,000 seated and 1,500 and standing in concerts. And soccer Summer, up to eighty. Summer did 80. Yeah. Uh, like Anthony Joshua fights there routinely. He gets ninety plus. So yeah, it'll Bo- yeah, sell boxing. a lot. It'll sell a lot. Yeah. So, uh, say- my guess is something around between fifty and sixty. That's my initial guess. If they have something hot enough, they can do eighty. Oh, uh, I think it's going to be Omega versus Punk. That would do it. That <laughs> would absolutely do it. <laughs> I was thinking so, if, if they also have maybe Sting's retirement match there, since it is his retirement year, that's a pretty yeah. big get. Because London is just dying for a wrestling show. I mean, last year, I couldn't understand it. They did Clash at the Castle in Wales, which is a fine place, but it's not England. It's not London. Yeah. It's not Wembley. So I, I don't know what they were doing. Um, I can't believe they let Khan get into Wembley before then. What is happening? And the, and the UK, uh, just for all combat sports, is the hottest crowd on earth right now. It's even better than like Mexican fight fans at this current yep. point. Like they are, in, they are insane over there for anything combat related. So this is going to be a crazy show. He picked the right time, the right moment. I can't believe they got in before WWE. Some serious sleeping at the wheel. Um, what's interesting, and this could always change, guys, but did you notice they said this is in celebration of 100 years of Wembley Stadium 
and a hundred years of Warner Brothers because it is the hundredth anniversary, right? Yeah, I heard that. Those, the things they did last week had no mention of pay per view at all, and that could always change. But there's thought that this could end up being like a HBO Max type special, uh, and not be on pay per view, as it were. Because they're still technically they're still still scheduled for all out the very next weekend in Chicago. Yeah, I was going to bring. I was going to bring that up because yeah, they announced that all in, and then within an hour or two, I think um, someone from AEW is like, "Oh no, the pay per view is still next week." So I'm intrigued by this only because of the fact that if we're legit having a pay per view the following week, and you know the build up for right now, let's just for the heavyweight titles the you know the the pillars you know Guevara Jungle Boy Darby well, and MJF Oh is that okay Yeah that's that's the May pay-per-view so Oh okay okay. This. okay I you know I don't know my years Remember so we still have we still have double or nothing and forbidden door before this even happens Oh Jesus okay never mind my conspiracy then because I was like cuz I just thought this was the next pay-per-view in my head cuz Oh yeah I you know uh, no, I just oh fuck no Yeah I've been busy with you know moving and getting ready to move and so my I'm my Thank you uh my time of uh days and hours are you know mixing in so when they announced this I'm like wait is this the next show and nope. how are we going to build to a show and then have another one right before it and make it a you know how how are they going to build two pay per view type shows? Yeah, back to back weeks and cause it's, we, we, it's going to be hard. Uh, what they're go- what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to heat up a, a, a enough big time matches to split between the two with not killing either show, which will be difficult. Yeah, I. Uh... They honestly shouldn't have all out of Chicago. They should just make this all out. Yeah, and that was the originally the, the originally from what I heard before they announced anything, is that they were thinking of having all out in London. And so when the news broke, I just assumed this was all out, but then noticed Same. no way it's called all in because okay. don't they have uh, that fucking New York show like a month later? Yeah, in September, the uh, Grand Slam. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's three giant fucking shows in a month. That's that's a lot. You know what I think this is? And I think this was just a chance where they had an opportunity to get into Wembley. That was the date. And if you notice, August 27th, the last Sunday of August, that's traditionally SummerSlam pay-per-view. Was this originally earmarked for WWE at one point? Maybe. Because I'm looking at it right now. Because they they, moved SummerSlam to the 5th of August at Ford Field. Oh, yeah. They bumped it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the, like, history right now. And I guess in 2020 for Fighter Fest, they were going to do uh, nearby Wembley in 2020. But pandemic yeah, that was, scrapped that, so that now was, it's this. Yeah, I think they just they had a date, and it was like, well, fuck, we're, this is the only chance we're gonna get to do it. So, 
Let's do it. I hope they have enough bullets in their chamber to not spread each show too thin, thus killing uh, culture. Unfortunately, I think you're going to get a lot of rematches. Which will be interesting, because that's not something they do a lot of here. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I just hope... I. It's one of those things, I don't hope that it's not like a... Um, we get... You know uh like we i hope we like we don't get like a homegrown match just because they're there you know like or a soraya match like if she's gonna have one at the pay-per-view i hope she doesn't have one here just because oh, she you definitely don't have will to, have one there <laughs> which then oh, she'll definitely she won't have one yeah so then she won't have one at all out you know just no. like the skip you know um you know i just don't want people have matches I don't want there's like we're gonna have a match between Kip Sabian and a jobber just because Sabian's from you know what I mean like I don't want those type of matches. You well, for sure you're, you're for out. sure you're, you're you're for sure gonna get those. That's for sure what this card's gonna be. But what they should do is do UK versus the world. I don't think they have enough UK wrestlers to justify it. Not under contract, but if it's a standalone show. You could bring in Osprey, you know, whoever. Because I saw oh, yeah, rumors I, of Osprey and Omega. If Osprey is clear, he's definitely working this. I, they'd be stupid not to put the English dudes on this show. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no. If you can get Osprey and be Soraya, and, I mean, you've got to get those guys on that show. That's gonna, that's what's gonna sell the tickets. Well, no, yeah, I want big name. I want big name. I want big name UK, not, you know. People that's on dynamite on uh, elevation or dark all the time. Well, aren't you like spoiled? Thank you. I try to be. I don't want to see any less than main event guys on my show. <laughs> that's right, brother. <laughs> to the best of my recollection, dude. Uh, I think you know what I was thinking. If, if depending on how slow they do this, but if you get, you could do the six man tag in England. If you can get Punk in the in FTR against the Elite, yeah, you can do the six man in England and then turn around a week later and just do Punk Omega in Chicago and it'll still sell out. Yeah, yeah. Do give them one part there and then and do the big part here on that. Uh, but then you also got there's a we forget they have a ton of big names and they're signing. But they're likely not. It's not for sure. They're likely to get Drew Galloway by the time this damn show happens. Because his contract's coming up, and he's pissed at the creative and the numbers, the 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 amount they offered him. Old Mackie Mac. Yeah, yep. old Drew McIntyre. So there, he's likely to be on this fucking show, which is only going to help them too. But yeah, it should be. It's an you know interesting route. You know, are they? You know, I'm talking to somebody, and he thinks, you know, is it possible that they're just you know, running themselves dry or short just because of, hey, we're going to do this, you know, we're going to do this. This is why I think you have the wrong idea, Joe, and I think it's smart. This is not for me. This is from someone else. No, I'm talking about what you just said. Okay. I I would, let's say the the goal for All Out is to have six hot matches, right? Well, I would just do it this way. I would get three hot matches in England, three hot matches in Chicago, and then fill out the rest of the card. Those matches are going to sell. 
And then I would put the Kip Sabians on something on the undercard. Who fucking cares? That way you're not tra- you're not wasting money matches and you're giving people a chance. As long as those top matches uh, fucking deliver, nobody's going to give a fuck. I mean, if you remember correctly, SummerSlam 92 had 80,000 people, had Nails versus Virgil and Crush versus the Repo Man on it. But nobody remembers those fucking matches. They remember Savage and Warrior. They remember Bulldog and Brett. Touche. Touche. Well, I think... Dante Martin. (sighs) Why you gotta do that to him? God damn it, I didn't fucking do shit to him. (laughs) But you know who might, though? Uh, Their new signee, uh, Jay White. Uh yeah, and you know what? Way to go, WWE. Uh, well, way to go, Vince. <laughs> yeah, you see that both FTR and Jay White both said is because Vince was was more in control. That yep. they both said, "Well, fuck it, we'll just go to AEW." Then. Way to go, Vince. I mean, there's about to be a max mass fucking exodus out of that company. Yeah, did you see the interview with uh, the Endeavor or the? Uh, if he, he's an Endeavor hire up, who's like, I don't know if he didn't get the company line, but when somebody talked to him late last week, he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna be cutting tons of people at WWE. He didn't uh, even try so it. there was not even uh, a hint about it. Aria Manuel slipped up during that interview with Vince and said something about cost cutting, and then yep. Vince looked at him and he switched gears, but he said it and. And this isn't news, and it's not even shocking, and it's expected when you have a huge merger That's like this. What you do? You, you know, they just the, they're, they're going to eliminate a lot of redundant that. jobs, and you know. Yeah, that's what you do. Got to get everybody into that endeavor thought process. You know, you don't need like multiple we, teams doing the same thing under one umbrella. It's like what we talked about last week with you know. You can get rid of Ronda. You can get rid of, you know, Cross. You can, you know, you can get rid of people that are, you know, dead weight. Well, <laughs> well what I what I feel bad about is mostly it's going to be like backstage personnel and people like in mm-hmm. like in fucking in, in Stanford. Those are the ones who are going to be fucking shown the door and being redundant with their yeah. new uh, new. Uh, building that they're yep. creating for themselves new you know towers like you don't need two hr departments now it's the same company you don't need yep. two accountants like you it's all the same company now yep. you may not need two production teams although that's one thing where i would i would recommend maybe they'd want to keep the wwe one and get rid of the ufc one so not i UFC uh, has bad production but wwe has really great production so they actually have terrible production what they have is great I was going to bring this up because uh, we were sort of negative last week about it, understandably, but there are some positives out of this deal if they utilize them correctly. One of which being WWE can learn from UFC and how they build to a fight night. Like their, you know, their build up to a big event is better than WWE's. But day of event, WWE's production and the way they run a show is so much better outside of the pacing. The pacing is great for UFC, but like, if you watch a UFC pay-per-view or a random fight night on ESPN or whatever it is, it's the same look, it's the same entrance, it's the same 
kind of packages. There's nothing different that differentiates a show from show to show. For WWE, I think could really help them. Like if you gave them WWE's production with the way UFC runs and paces a show, it's beautiful. And then conversely, if you figure out a way to have UFC or somebody who does production or directing in UFC kind of help WWE, WWE with their day of the show, I think it could be beneficial to both companies. What I'm waiting for is the first instance of somebody from WWE going, well, that's not how we do it. We're the best, blah, 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 blah. And them going, look, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> you were, we bought you. Because yeah. uh, you know that ego is going to happen. And I don't, even, I don't even think it's Vince. I just think it's someone in, like, production or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Kevin Dunn. <laughs> yeah, someone like that. someone's going to be like, oh, 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 but it's us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking forward to how that hand- handles. Because it won't be yeah. good for them. No. And then, uh, as you said about FTR, as last week it was FTR versus uh, the Guns. And winner, uh, if the guns won, FTR is gone. But FTR wins, which everybody figured. Everyone figured, and I, you know, one of those things of kind of hurt, you know, the guns in that, you know. They well, I don't know. They only got the tag belts in order to lose to FTR. That was the entire reason they had them. So, oh. hey, they it was awesome for them coming out to Many Men by Fifty Cent. That was sick. Yeah, see, everybody said that was sick, and it was a cool entrance, but I'd never heard the song, so I was like, yeah, this is nothing no. special to me, but it looked cool. The way they shot it was badass. Yeah. Uh, it was sick. It, like, the guns weren't, like, yeah, the whole point was for them to lose to FTR, but they also weren't ready for that tag run, so, like, yep, it doesn't hurt them at all, in my opinion. It just yeah. puts them right where they need to be. Yeah. They were a placeholder, and their entire gimmick is that they didn't deserve this yet. They cheated to get it, which doesn't hurt them a bit. But it's that fun thing of you know we talked about last week. If they lose, they're going to you know they're gone. But if they win, they're signed with AEW and they resign. So I you know who they kn- resign, like yeah. especially the Vince getting Vince. more and more in control. But but also just all the stuff they want to do on the side, they can't do in WWE. So. Made sense to me. Yeah. It did. Um, WWE announced uh, last week that it's going to have the draft in a couple weeks to May change 8th. the future, as they put it. To change which jobber's job on which night. Right. I did see something of... Um, it looks like the street profits, the street profits were broken up. Yeah, I mean, they've been wanting to do it for three years. I can't believe it took them this long. But so now I, they can go from a, a barely over tag team to two people who aren't over at all. That'll be cool. And then feuding uh, with each Taz, other in a year. Taz will get over. If they let him wrestle, he'll get over. He's got the charisma. He's got the look. He's got the moves. Uh, he's in the wrong company to let him wrestle. Yeah, that's a good point. But I also feel like if with with him, they will uh, this team of Bianca be like Seth Rollins, yeah, Lynch all over again. They'll make them the annoying fucking married couple and and get rid and not do anything they should do with the two of them. 
high. If they really hey, want to impress me, they'll draft Jay White, fucking cowards. <laughs> I, I read something earlier that I got a chuckle at. They should do a gimmick where Lacey Evans says that she's not eligible to be drafted so that she refuses. And then, like, maybe whoever fucking Shotzi can come out and call her a draft dodger. Uh, that would be amazing, but not something old uh, America number one Vince McMahon would ever do. I know. Fucking Gomez. God damn. Would be they funny though. Fire her ass. They it would be fire her ass if they should be. They should. But who would salute? I'm sure they could just make some new guy at NXT do it. <laughs> Braun Breaker. He's now sure. GI Joe. He doesn't well, he have any options right now. Yeah, he he yeah. Well, he can just go with his dad route. <laughs> Dude, I uh, didn't watch NXT stand in the liver or whatever the fuck it's called. You know, I did. And uh, and then I didn't watch NXT the next the the following yeah. Tuesday. So you know I didn't. So, uh, so <laughs> I can't believe how they did this. What is wrong with Booker Shawn Michaels, the worst Booker in the fucking history of wrestling? So uh, follow me here. So uh, what's his face that beat him? Him and he calls uh, himself him. That's Carmelo uh, Hayes. Carmelo Hayes cheats to beat him for the title at the pay per view with Trick tripping him and using the belt or some shit. They cheated for him to win. And then right after the match, Braun Breaker shakes his hand and gives him the old seal of approval of the new champ, right? Even though he cheated to beat him. And then two nights and then two nights later comes out and then attacks him and turns heel. What the (laughs) fuck is that? Uh well, I can sort of answer it, uh, and my evidence to this will be what happened on Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, they like to do the same storyline in multiple shows, and he is just playing Brock Lesnar for no fucking reason at all. But you make him look like the world's fucking dumbest idiot by endorsing the guy that cheated to beat him. And then two nights later deciding he's pissed off and he's going to attack him. So that no, felt he, like, he, to me, that feels like the finish of the match was always going to be was always supposed to be Carmelo Hayes winning, but then I don't know, goddamn pal, saw that and said we can't have Braun Breaker lose clean, so Sean had to come up with this horseshit finish, but then still have him pass the torch. I don't know. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> this company, man, holy fuck! And people say it's it's still great. Like, yeah, I'm not saying Vince is tainted in a week, but. He's tainted it in months. No, but he's but they're making choices. Yeah. I don't care who's the booker. They're making choices that are bad. That are bad. And I'm not even talking Cody losing. I'm talking this Braun Breaker shit like that. Uh, the the embarrassing shit of Mania with the Miz and uh, it's like it's enough bad stuff eventually becomes a trend, and you're gonna lose whatever momentum you gain. Uh. Now, I do think there's money in Cody versus Brock, so, you know. Which they just did the challenge tonight on Raw. That's not a bad bit of business. Except for Cody's got to win that one. You can't have him lose that, too. Nah, fuck it. Bury him. <laughs> yeah. Just go all the way. So, I, I have a question for you guys about that real quick. Because that's going to be at Backlash, right? Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it so, is. It is. I am of the opinion 
that Cody and Brock should main event every show in the world except for this particular show when it should be Bad Bunny because they're in Puerto Rico. And old Big Dog disagrees with me. What do you think? What does he disagree with you with? That they should main event everyone or they should main no, event No, that, that Brock and Cody should main event and Bad Bunny should go on first. I think you should flip the two around. Ooh, um, because, yes, Brock and Cody is going to be a great match for sure. But do not get it twisted. Bad Bunny is selling those tickets. Yeah, I was going to say the bigger match is Cody and Brock without a doubt. But Bad Bunny's. But is it? But is it the bigger match? It's the better match. Is it the bigger match? Is it still a tag? Is it going to be a tag? I think it would, the ta- it would be Priest and Dom versus Ray and Bunny. That's what it looks like. So it will be a. I think I think you can honestly you can main event with either one of those and get away with it, and and I don't just mean in Puerto Rico. I mean you could with as hot as Bad Bunny's an international star, Dom's white hot. I mean the reception he got in Portland, I guess, was molten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could main event any arena with either one of those and get away with it. So they kind of have the best of both worlds. I I think I think. Th- they're going to just do Brock and Cody as the main, but I think I could see this as the co-main. Like this is the match before, because I don't think you want to have Bad Bunny number one, and then you know a good chunk of the theater goes, "Well, I'm out of here." You know, I saw Bad Bunny. That's all I wanted to see. Did you see? The, did you see the list? Somebody actually did the fucking math for Roman if he was going to beat all of the records. Did you see that? Like no. eight years or something, right? If he's if he's good, yeah. If they they did everyone from like the thousand days to Hogan's reign to Backlund's reign. If he is to beat Bruno's eight year reign, he would have to hold this belt until early June twenty twenty eight. They should let him do it. That's a long fucking time. It it is, and and here's the thing, like. I know Bruno is over and he, you know, he's the man for two decades or whatever, but I am sure that a lot of people had that exact same reaction. Like at some point, can this motherfucker lose the belt? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. No, to back. In the so day. I am all for fucking Roman. Just keeping this bitch. That's a long time in this day and age with so much TV and and, and it's so much at your disposal. I'm, I'm just counting towards, I think, what was it? June or July of this year, I just really want Gunther to beat Honky Tonk Man's longest intercontinental title reign of all time. No They're one's totally gonna fuck about it, aren't they? Especially now that Vince is in charge, yeah. Yeah. That so was the one some others- he was about ready to to like de push him when he lost control last year. So I saw some stat. I'm trying to remember how it was worded. It's either that Roman Reigns has beaten CM Punk's title record like reign twice or he's doubled the he's, length twice or it's so weird stat he's doubled he's doubled the length of CM Punk's long ass title reign Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah and he's only got to like early May of this year to hit a thousand days champ yeah he's only like 20 days away or something yeah he's Which, really uh, close I'm not, he won't even how be far back his way is he, How far until he beats Hogan? 
that was a little over four years. That was on there. I'm trying to think. It was 2020, sometime in late 2024. Oh, man, that is so tempting. Yeah. I think it was like September or something in 2024. Like, Bruno's probably a stretch, but the Hogan one? Oh, man, that's that's tempting. You're Because you've already had it this long. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does it Does it devalue it if you break those titles apart and he holds just the Universal for the four and a half years to break the record? Uh, or does to he have me, to it have does, yes. Yeah. No, to me, I think he has to have both. If you break it apart, then I think it's a different title run. Yeah. Um, they won't consider it a different title run because they'll like whatever belt he goes with, whatever their belt is, is it the universal? Yeah. Like they'll consider just that. That's that all they'll ever say is he was a universal champion for four years or whatever, but I think it changes it. Because the universal title is the one that he won in August 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at like the history right now and it's like Bruno is you know 2803 and hogan is 1474 that one's doable like i could bruno, see them holding it for another two years uh bruno's other reign was 1237 uh, jesus yeah so he's not even in bruno's first or the shorter reign yet <laughs> and that came <laughs> after and that came after the 2000 rain day rain god damn and how long was the time in between those two? Um, the time frame? Date, yeah. uh, May, January, so. January 71 to December 73. He didn't have the boat. So yeah. almost three years. Damn. So, yeah. Okay. But he's, he's like 20 days away from 1,000, and then... Pedro Morales is only 27 days above a thousand, so he beat he'll him. Definitely kill that one. And then to, he, he's not even due back to defend the title until I think the Saudi show. What was it? June, late May. And so then I don't even know him on that one. That's a month and a half there, and at the moment, yeah, he's not scheduled for anything. Because he won't so, be a backlash. He's gonna pass it on his on his vacation. Which I, I totally different time frame, totally different business. I don't hold this against them, but it's weird that now it's just accepted that the Hollywood Hogan style of title defenses in WCW, where you show up every four months, is considered the norm now. That's just the way it is. People used to bitch and moan. You guys may be too young. People used to bitch and moan about Hogan's WCW title ranks because he'd never show up to defend the JM belt. That was a huge point of contention back in the day. And now nobody was arm. nobody was tan enough to beat him. That's the problem. God damn. I'm I remember you telling us talking about that on the Monday Night War stories about during the title reign about how people showed up one day, you know, all right, he's here or he's gonna come back. I'll be back in three months for this pay-per-view. He defended the world title in February ninety seven on pay-per-view. The next time he defended the world title on pay-per-view was October 97. Yeah. It's crazy. That's now the norm. Yeah. Well, in that company. Yeah. Every other company gets yeah. up to wrestle. But in that yeah. company, that's between him and Brock, that's just become the norm. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of uh, title reigns there, uh, Corey, um, we talked about Okada last week. Yep. The new pit. It happened. I watched the show. It was uh, it was a good match. Sonata, he won the title, bud. Um, he beat old I, Okada. I I did not honestly. I did not know the title match was happening. And when I saw, it, I was like, "Wait, what? What? Dude. You know?" And you know, Sonata. It just shows you what you can do if you re, re when you refocus on a wrestler and give him a sustained push, give him a new coat of paint. New hair, a new tights, a new finisher, a new group, a new theme music, and he he and he does his part. All of a sudden, you've got a marketable new guy who's fresh and now is the world champ. Any word on like the decision, or just kind of like let's just do it? He's well, hot. They, they kind of had to do it oh, in one way because this is like his eighth title match and he fucking lost every one of them. And they even, Kevin Kelly even mentioned it on the uh, on the podcast, on the on the show. He's like, is, this is his Lex Luger moment. Is he going to win the damn thing or isn't he? If he doesn't, he's never going to be thought of seriously. He's going to be Luger for the rest of his damn career. You know, really good, but not good enough to be the, the man. Uh, and then he won it. With his new finisher, which is a wraparound DDT, he calls Deathfall. Got the Sick. clean pin on Okada, and now he's the champ. I don't think he'll be a long-term champ, but I think this is one of those title reigns, kind of like Jay White's first title reign, where you're legitimizing that this guy's to be taken seriously now. He is of that level, and he may not hold it for long, but there's still not a lot of people that can say they've been IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So it legitimizes you. You know what number yeah. he is? Uh, well, because they were an idiot and restarted the whole thing by adding the word world, oh. uh, he is the seventh IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. But I Gross. think in total he would be, I think it's in the 90s at this point. But that's, but then you've got Tanahashi's like 10 reigns and Okada's eight. So yeah. there's a lot of guys who had multiple reigns in there. Um, but yeah, I hate um, the way they rechanged everything. Seven, like what the yeah, fuck? you uh, Kota Bushi was seventy third. Oh, he oh, it was only seventy third then. So yeah, he'd and be then the they 80th. unified. Yeah, yeah, he'd be the eightieth right now. And then Okada, like then they had the reigns here too. Like Okada has five, Tanahashi has eight, Muda has four, Vader has three, Nagata has two. AJ two, Lesnar one, Omega one. Yeah. White one, uh, Evil one, Evil Steiner. Well, White ended up with two because his was World Heavyweight two. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys see that Lex Luger tweet? Which one? Is it the one with Uh, the bulge eyes? No, it was, uh, I think he quote tweeted. Somebody like tweeted out, what's a, what's a, a wrestling moment that makes you mad, and he tweeted uh, SummerSlam 1993. <laughs> Dude, Lex Luger is low-key a good Twitter follow. Uh, <laughs> he used to, like, Jim Cornette always tells the stories that he would look at Jim Cornette all disgustingly when talking about his fast food or watching him eat fast food. Yeah. But uh, a couple months ago, someone was like, what's your go-to fast food order? And 
Luger's like, I mean, if you're going to live, you only live once. Give me a double cheeseburger with extra cheese, bacon, all this on it. I'm like, holy crap. Even Cornette uh, answered him like, damn, Lux. You used to look at me like I had shit hanging out my mouth eating that stuff. He's like, well, you know, you only live once. That's funny. Um, what else? Actually, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Jeff. Hold on, Jeff. Holding on, holding so, on. Hold so on. real quick, uh, what's the wrestling moment that makes you guys mad? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. question. I got to think. It's like, like it's not going to be Cody losing a mania. I was dumbfounded, and I think they made a mistake, but I wasn't mad by it. I know what um, I know. What I was I, giddy. Um, what's yours, Joe? Hang on, give me uh, one second. Hang on, hang I got, on. Don't zoom it over. I want. Uh, I, I think I mine it. is uh, Starcade '97. Yeah, I was gonna say Starcade '97, but I, it's not. Uh, it's the very opening of Monday Nitro, March 26, 2001. When Mr. Fan starts on it and talking about how he bought his competition, he's got it in his hands, and he looks like such a son of a bitch. And it's the realization of, yep, my favorite one is dead, and this fucker buried it. Uh, that that I made me mad. It's a good one. It's a good one. Oh. A real good one. I I'm I'm blanking on the pay per view. It's like, well, just tell me what you're asking for something. I'll, oh, I'll tell. Oh, uh, Corey, I'm surprised you didn't. Um, I don't know mine. One of mine is I. One uh, Daniel Bryan, oh taking god, on, taking on Randy Orton, and then the big for show. some shit show reason, Big Show comes out and lays it. Battleground 2013, sir. Thank you, thank you. Oh yep, <laughs> I will never forget that. I didn't watch it. I didn't go over, but I saw him the next morning. And holy oh. fuck, he looked uh, like somebody had killed him. I have another one for me. And this should be pretty obvious if you guys know me. That would be uh, Charlotte Flair beating Rhea Ripley three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Unfucking believable. I can uh, I can beat that with the same person. Her beating Oscar clean at, in 2018 at WrestleMania was another one. Uh, was like, really? God. Oscar was white hot. The crowd loved her, and Charlotte went over. Like yeah, of course. Yeah, one for me is uh, Caden Cassidy getting robbed at the last pal show. You're, you're damn right. You're, you're goddamn you're damn right, right, Joe. You're damn right. Fucking Brian Zane. Got heat with me, sir. That's right, brother. <laughs> I happen to I, I happen to hear on, on secret authority that Brian Zane is a secret member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's not be mean. I mean, Jesus. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, Brian Zane's a good guy outside of the, you know, outside of the promotion. He's just, you know, terrible well, GM, he'll, but he's, he's, he's a good guy. If he Friday's show asking what, if anybody wants to know what makes his nipples hard, uh, we'll know the truth. <laughs> don't, uh, don't put that bad voodoo, you know, on him. He didn't, yeah. Do you want to know what makes the influencer's nipples hard? <laughs> uh, not really. I got to be honest, though. No. We're good. <laughs> we're good, bro. We're good. Well, I'll Too tell bad. you anyway. <laughs> I'm going to regret knowing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haha, I see what you did there. Yeah, that was good. So, um, 
That's like with the Gret. It's a good YouTube channel. Yeah, it is. It is. Quality stuff. Um, dang it, you 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 popped me so hard. I forgot I was going to bring up something quick. Uh, uh, Nick Wayne, your, Defy Champion. Your, oh yeah. Oh, something quick would be your love life, Joe. Ooh, got him. But yeah, Nick went and and uh, the announcement that he'll be making his AEW debut July in twelve. Yeah, no Canada. Canada, that's right. Yeah, he's making his AEW. He, he's eighteen, so. And he's taking on one Swerve Strickland in AEW, which makes sense. They know each other. It's a good first time. Uh, that's smart booking. And then on Dynamite this upcoming week, it's Swerve versus Darby. Ooh, yes, please. Is that going to be like our Steen versus Generico? I hope so. For the Northwest, let it be. Just like, it doesn't matter. They can go years, but as soon as they get back to the ring, like, yeah, please give me all this. I hope so. Because those two can go and bring it. And they and they really have good matches with each other. Um, that. Good. Yeah, and then Swerve. I, uh, go ahead. But I was just gonna say the, the 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 merger. Yeah, I was gonna say the merger with Swerve and the Embassy, as it Swerve would, owns fifty one percent of them. It it wouldn't be wrestling without some sort of half hearted <laughs> knock at the competition. So of course, mogul affiliates merged with the, the Embassy. And um, Corey, our girl uh, Julia Hart, main evented Rampage and won. You're damn right she did. I uh, mean, I'm glad for Julia Hart, but main event is a is a stretch. <laughs> that's that's uh, rough. Well, God damn that's you. Hey, I'm her opponent has a big ass and she likes pain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen videos like that. Uh, but yes, House of Heart leader, Julia Hart. And uh, second only to Brett is the best heart wrestler in the world. <laughs> I first of all, you put some goddamn respect on Bruce's name. How dare you? <laughs> there it is. There I mean, it is. Damn, but I'm gonna get a phone call from Bruce Hart somehow. He's just know that hey, I talked shit about him. Hey, hey bud, uh, you're t- t- talking shit about me again, bud. You know, I you was, know I'm I was, number one. I was, <laughs> so that almost became Stu Hart. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're old enough, right? So that you got you have to. I assume every with every Hart's voice, they just go to Stu. As they get older, they just become more stew-like. Yeah. Hold on. When Joe does a stew art, it now morphs into Rocky. <laughs> yeah, right. Adrian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Did I name one of my daughters Adrian? I can't remember. Adrian Hart. Yep, I think so. Adrian uh, Hart. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can we write that down? So no, no gimmick infringement on that one. <laughs> Trademark. Yeah. Trademark. Um, uh, watching Battle of the Belts, Jr. being an old man with Billy Starks being, you know, eighteen, and just him losing his mind that she's eighteen. I love how they were putting over her athleticism, and he kept interrupting them over and over again to to throw in the point that she has a four point GPA, which means yeah. that she's intelligent too. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool and all, Jr. I'm proud of her, I guess. But why? You one of the lines. One of the lines Jr. did was like, "I just thought she was someone's daughter in the back," and Excalibur's like, "Well, she is, but she's also <laughs> the wrestler tonight." <laughs> well, she is someone's daughter. 
which pissed JR off. Oh my god. He's gonna fucking attack them one night. He's gonna I would love that. And he's just gonna attack them. I just hope it's not. Uh, a what was that? Class. What was that? Who said that line to JR in one of the pay per views that we watched? Um. No, wait, that God damn it! Who was um, it? I was thinking of Corey Graves and Booker, where Booker almost killed him. Uh, I know Shivani did one, and that no, it was make. one like for the war for the war story. Somebody said like something about slapping JR, but God already did it or something. Oh, it's Heyman. Oh, Heyman. It's Heyman. <laughs> yeah. Let's slap you in the face, but God already did. <laughs> God damn. No, hey, no, 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 hey, someone else did too. A wrestler. It was Taz. For no, it was Taz. Taz. It was Taz. Yeah. Was oh, that's right. It was Taz on Raw. That's right. Taz. Yeah, it was the feud, and then J- uh, King took him. Play. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Taz. I was slapping the face, but God already did. I'll, yeah, I'll, I hope old man JR blows up a tad. He just suplexes his dumb ass off the stage. <laughs> right. We don't need you right here anymore, you old Southern Oki. Your barbecue sauce sucks. He also um, made a failed he he made a comment about wanting to be in charge of the talent again. He's like, Oh, there's a lot oh, of talent God. around here that might need some direction. I'm willing to do it. I'm ready to go. Ugh. And I'm like, he's not gonna <laughs> How do you know for me, dog? Like it ain't gonna happen again. Just go back to WWE. It's, we know you want to fucking be there. Just go. You how 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 soon will it be? Unless he already has it, I just don't know. Has he called the int the uh the new the international the intercontinental? Oh, I'm sure. I I haven't heard him do it yet, but goddamn, it's only a matter of time. You know how many right? King Omega is the WWE <laughs> champion? That's right. I assume I, I just assume that he will uh. We're calling you Randy Orton's the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> it's like, uh, come on, dude. You can think that. You can feel that. That could be your opinion. But, uh, you know, right. maybe put over the company that's paying you those giant ass paychecks. <laughs> then another quick one where we get Keith Lee taking on fighting uh, Alan Cole's battle and taking on Jericho. Yeah, that's weird. I don't understand Man. what's going on here at all. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody who I've been such a fan of who has fallen from me more than Keith Lee. Yeah, so uh, you know what? I I don't know this for sure, but I'm just gonna assume it was over that time where he was sick as hell and almost died. I don't think he's found his mojo. I don't I don't know if he's plaintive. I don't know if he's he's worried. I don't know if he's. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. I just, there's something missing since then. There was something before that isn't there now. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. And then uh, Orange Cassidy is defending the international title against Buddy Matthews. So maybe a title yeah. change there? I doubt it. They seem to... Cassidy does well for them. Not great, but well for them in terms of ratings and merch and all that. You know, so and He's been having a good title reign. I don't know who beats him yep. for this thing. It was supposed to be Jared, but Jared said no. <sighs> Jared, damn you. Damn you. He said, he said the young guys should need the title reigns. He's right about that. He is. Which is another just another example of why Jeff Jarrett's so great. Yep. Yeah, you hear that? Suck it, Brian Last. 
Yeah. He, he has shit takes. Uh, he is very, very anti Jeff Jarrett. I don't understand. He's anti a lot of shit that it's like, uh, like your opinion. Sucks. He's anti, like he still talks about Jeff Jarrett. Because like he was one of those people who had like Jeff Jarrett had like go away heat with him in the late nineties. Yeah. And now I'm like that motherfucker. That was his job. And he was damn good at it. It like, worked. He's damn good at it now too. His essentially his point is that Jeff Jarrett, like when when everybody sees Jeff Jarrett, they just think of TNA. I'm like bullfuck. That's not all what I think of when I see Jeff Jarrett. See, yeah, you're proof of that, right? I mean, I get it. And he's he's even got the same theme music, but he's done such a good job. He transcends it. Yeah, he says he offers nothing to AEW, and he he literally could not be more wrong. Oh, he's been fantastic, and he's helped a lot. I mean, Portland Screwjob, we were there. Yep. And then, yeah. Um, oh man, that was the highlight of the night. Was watching him work. First match of the night. <laughs> I literally just watched him work. I studied. Yeah. Like I was like for a fucking college final. I uh. I know it didn't make the TV show because I went back and watched the match, but I was staring at him at that show when he turned to somebody in the crowd and just said, go fuck yourself. Like, very clearly, I easily read his lips from hundreds of feet away. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Oh, man. Speaking of go fuck yourself and great heel heat, did you see over the weekend MJF had, a, had an autograph signing where he ball tapped a teenage kid and made a baby cry? I did. Holy fuck. Only time he smiled that weekend. Uh, I saw that picture with Mick Foley, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, the gift that keeps on giving. Right. Um, we had homework, guys. To do. As uh, I got to pick. As Corey, you're next. So if you don't have one yet, I will. Uh... Oh, well, I have one. Okay. Uh-oh. Don't, know what, don't know what you'll think about it, but I have one. Oh, great. As uh, we get to talk about a Rev Pro show, uh, 2016, it's called uh, Angle versus Zack Sabre Jr. As it was Mike Bailey taking on Will Ospreay. Yeah, this was weird to, to go back and watch. Uh, yeah. One, uh, it's been so long since I've watched Flippy do Will Osprey, but it was weird to see Flippy do Will Osprey. Uh, if that makes sense. I, I I get what you're saying. I've been watching so long now where he's like the he's a little heavier. He can do uh, that stuff, but he doesn't do a lot of it. He only does a couple things. Um, so it was weird to just go back and watch weird Sega video game character Will Osprey. Um, and Mike Bailey looked different with the karate pants and all that before the banishment from the USA. Uh, it was an okay match. I, it took him a while to get going, which I it thought did. was weird. I thought these two would just kind of start jamming buttons on the old video game controller there and <laughs> flying all over the place. But that's not what happened. Yeah, it was it was a kind of like an odd thing to watch. I was like thinking I it's one of those things going into the match. I felt like I knew what I was going to get myself into. And then when I watched it, I'm like, that was totally different than what I expected it to be. Right. It was totally different, which was weird for me. I I was totally expecting just a spot fest. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's not what delivered at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Booble, were you able to watch it or? Yeah, it finally worked today. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it was. It's like the show before that show on the gimmick worked. I picked a random WEB show and it worked fine, but that particular show, when I would go to that match, it would play like 10 seconds lag and then crash. I, I don't, that's, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, uh, I'm glad I was the only one because I wasn't super into this match. Yeah. Um, I was actually way more into Mike Bailey than I was, uh, Will Ospreay. Um, Mike Bailey's me, been underrated for years. For me, it was essentially like every modern match you see now. So I couldn't tell you a single spot that happened in the match. Is nothing was any different than you see. You can name five, um, and everybody's like, "Yep, that's about right." The only thing that sticks out that? to me, what? I say, you know what's weird that you said that is when I was watching it, my thought was, "This is exactly like a match now, only worked slower." Is I didn't think they went at the fast pace that you would see now. No, that's fair. Um, but at the same time, like, there still wasn't a whole lot of psychology, and they didn't sell oh, shit. No. Oh, uh, it was still so no. slow as fuck. But the only thing that sticks out, the only thing that I remember the most in this match is uh, Will Ospreay. I don't know if he still does it. I don't watch a lot of his matches, but he does those like shitty, like rapid fire chops that wouldn't break water. Um, uh, he he still the does them, but but he's added about twenty five pounds of muscle to his frame now, so they're a little better. Like I. The only person I like that does that spot is Mark Briscoe, and he does it to be funny. Yep. Like, Will Ospreay, anybody else who does those rapid-fire chops, it's like a legitimate part of their offense, and they look terrible. Like, uh, Speedball's offense, like, in that version was him kicking, and at least a kick looks like it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds Uh, like we all kind of had the same thought process. I got like that spot saw, too, Booble. You know what I was thinking about watching this too? That because like first of all, that crowd was hot as fuck. They Will Osprey is fucking over. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um. It reminded me of that Titus Mike Bailey Nick Wayne match we saw in Pal, where in person, and I think if we had been there in person to watch this match, I think it would have been a far different experience. Watching Probably. it on TV, I was like. You know, it's okay. Like, I, I went back and watched a triple threat match that we all loved at PAL. Like, I watched it on the YouTube, and I was like, I mean, it was fun, but it was, I remember it being so much more enjoyable in person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what would you give it, and then what are you making us watch next week? Oh, that's a three and a half. It's a perfectly fine match, but nothing that's going to, you know, change your day or make you remember yeah. it. Um, oh, before so you on. go on, Corey. Yeah. Hold on, before you go on. Uh, how was the Kurt Angle Zack Saber match? Well, it's funny you say that. Uh oh. <laughs> um, boy, just four years earlier, that might have been an all timer, but at this point, it was watching Zack Saber try to slow down enough, and he's not exactly a fast worker. <laughs> but trying to slow down enough to a make Kurt Angle's offense look legitimate. Cause by 2016, I love Kurt, but he was broken down and he looked terrible. And, and also watching Zack Sabre do his moves 
without making them look ultra fake because if he was to legitimately bend Kurt Angle's legs in certain ways, they'd pop off. <laughs> so it was a, it was an interesting experience. <laughs> so what are we watching next week? Well, we're going back in time. We're going to use it's on YouTube as well. But I do have the match on my Plex under that wrestling project banner. With with Butch Miller just passing away, I thought it might be fun to go back and see the sheep herders before they became the bushwhackers and were just licking children's heads. Wow, would that not work today? I mean, what are you talking about? The dialogue did it the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, worked but, out well but, for him. Yeah, with his mouth though, and his, and you know, and the yes. kids' mouth, not not their head, their mouth. He was just telling, he was just telling them his favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song, "Suck My Kiss." Oh God, dude! Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Uh, yeah, Joe does the reference that reminds me of uh, Nick Cage and Face Off. I, I I can I can suck on a peach all day. Not 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 even that line. It's the one where he says like. What would you say if I let you suck my face oh, or something? Like suck my oh, tongue. My yeah. God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking so, gross. And this is gonna be especially tough for you, uh, Mike. I apologize. We're going old school. We're going to 1980, the year I was born. And we're gonna go to May 3rd in the wrestling project bunk space. And it's the sheep herders against Rowdy Roddy Piper. And we we Ricky Martel from Portland Wrestling. I'm all for that. Did this take place at the uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum? Uh, no, it took place at the uh, Oregon, the Portland Sports Arena, which was the converted bowling alley that Don Owen bought and turned into a weekly wrestling arena. Hell yeah! If, if I'm not hearing any bowling, like bowling strikes or anything behind, what's the, what's you know what are we doing? No, no, no. He turned it all into a wrestling ring, which was oh, genius, okay. by the way. Back in the he bought it in the '60s because he didn't want to have to pay rent for a weekly wrestling spot, so he just bought a damn bowling alley, turned it into a wrestling arena, owned it himself, and then two times a week he'd run there, and then he'd fucking you know, if other things wanted to happen other days of the week, he'd rent it out to them, make money on the side. Did. Yeah, so, that's awesome. But Corey, no spoilers, but I'm guessing this match is violent. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> and I apologize in advance. You know, this is not going to be the 1080p high def we're used to watching. But the fact that anybody bothered to record this on a VHS tape back in 1980 <laughs> is a miracle in and of itself. So we'll take what we can get. And I'll text you guys the date because there's two different matches in there. I'll take I'll text you the right one oh, okay um quick thing before we leave did you guys see the uh vinnie retweeted it about the pizza hut rumble no no that there was a wrestling event on the 8th in in a pizza hut parking lot damn no i thought you were and talking about what happens in the bathroom every time i eat pizza hut no, he uh, taught he he retweeted with a photo of uh, Bianca Bella pointing to the Rumble sign after she won it, saying that's what would happen when he would win the Rumble. Nice. Uh, the main event featured Star Crust taking on Mary uh, Mary Nera. God damn it! God damn it! 
Did, really did Devin write this fucking show? <laughs> I don't know. I I need to, I need to, I need to look into this and see how. Uh, Corey, how, I'm, how gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need this on the gimmick, ASAP. I'll, I'll I'll do what I can. First of all, like, hey, I've been searching Twitter. I had no idea that all gravy wrestling did a show in Japan at one point. Someone someone retweeted it, going, "It should be Pizza Rollins taking on Thin Balor." God damn it! So. <laughs> God damn it! We need this show stat. This needs to happen. This show needs no, to I be need hot it. and ready out of the oven. God <laughs> damn it! When you order the pay per view, it has to get delivered within thirty minutes. There it is. Uh, so uh, we should end it on that because yeah, I, was, uh, I, got, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm about to cry here. We're not gonna. Uh, so it. on that note. On that note, uh, get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com for pay your dues. Get them now before you miss out on this fantastic show. You can go to nocellentertainment.com where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, even Pow Tickets, so you can get your tickets there as well. Uh, you can listen to, you can find us on the social medias on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram at Noso Entertainment or NoSoENT. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever. You listen to your podcast.